let's do this all right guys this is topless where we cover the ins and outs of self-improvement analyze the connections we make and grow with the right people around us to make our lives better i want to cut in uh that little clip from bruce lee be water my friend this is what it is okay i said empty your mind be formless shapeless like water now you put water into a cup it becomes the cup you put water into a bottle it becomes the bottle you put it in a teapot it becomes the teapot now water can flow or it can crash be water my friend that's very fitting but the main scope of this week is to focus on the marathon the long run rather than what's right in front of you so we got a few things we're going to touch on generational stuff some things you could do to better your your network and how to improve your life improve your connections improve your uh, relationships with people around you and grow your circle we started off pretty hot in 2020 right yeah yeah we start, really kicked, kicked it off with coronavirus. <laughs> I'm sorry. We kind of glazed over this. We have a guest today. Oh, we do have a guest. Fallon. Hello. A sweet, sweet friend. What's up? Yeah, nah, Fallon, yeah Fallon's got some uh, some experiences to share with us today. Uh, yeah, definitely definitely going to tie into our topic. Yeah, this is the inspiration, actually, for this week, because we had a nice long car ride and mm-hmm. uh, a few drinks, and <laughs> it just inspired. Yeah, inspired yeah, a few it. drinks will open up your mouth. <laughs> Well, yeah, that and we, conversation. We had a really long conversation. We'll open up conversation yeah. for sure. <laughs> we started off 2020 with coronavirus. At first, we didn't really know what to think. <laughs> Nobody knew what to think about coronavirus at first. Next thing you know, we're quarantined. Now, there is definitely an argument that there's like a global consensus that this was handled pretty poorly by our world leaders. Yeah. Then tying, you know, from coronavirus straight from there, we jump into a full out. <laughs> race war in america right crazy i just wanted to give a shout out to some of those uh quote-unquote heroes Mm -hmm. some of those heroes that we had you know shout outs to people like yeah you know and some of them without it like you know my man george zimmerman um who's that oh yeah that was the listener for the listener that was the homie killed that little boy trayvon martin Mm -hmm. yeah shout outs to george good guy right um (laughs) (laughs) we have uh, the heroes that took out brianna taylor you know, those heroes, too. Brett Hankinson, Jonathan Mattingly, and Miles Cosgrove. Derek Chauvin. Oh, yeah. Another good yeah, dude. We touched on that last week. Touched on that last week. Yeah, yeah this is how we're starting off 2020. Yeah. You know what I mean? So shit like that. But also, Hot this year. is this is going to be a little lighter. I don't know if you guys listened to that our last episode, but it was a little more serious. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be a little more uplifting, and we're going to have a different scope into the future rather than what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, nah, absolutely. Um, but th- it all ties in. Oh, and, 100%. Um, my whole point to this is I you know, gave a shout-out to those people, and it's not really a shout-out. Um, <laughs> Dave Chappelle just shouted out a yeah, couple. Uh, well, you watch his uh, thing. Uh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. I loved how he didn't even do comedy. He just no, really just speaking straight facts. Twenty-seven uh, minutes of just straight like this yeah. is what's. Uh, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't see yeah, that. Oh, you gotta watch check it. that out. But one thing I noticed that was interesting about all those people, they share one thing in common besides you know being assholes. <laughs> <laughs> to put lightly, <laughs> they're all from the baby boomer generation. Every single one. Every single last one of those. 
guys that I highlighted anyway are from the baby boom generation. I think it's a really important thing. Yeah, um, so, so I'm not highlighting all these things just to highlight more what we went over last time in our last podcast, right? This was more, so to speak, to bring awareness to the fact that some of the issues we're having may just be a generational issue, mm-hmm. right? Our leaders right now are from that generation, yeah. the baby boomer generation. So what right? do you think or, that says? Is that like, like so, you think that was the generation that was obviously raised a little bit differently, but raised differently, yeah. You think it has to do with their parents' beliefs? I think it, I think that has a part, partly their parents' beliefs, partly it's just the world that they were brought up in. But I think what I really want to highlight here is it unfair to say that maybe they should take responsibility for what's going on in the world right now. I don't think, and I could be wrong, but I don't think that the world would look like this if, if it was the, the millennials making the decisions totally different uh perspective right or if it was mostly millennials who were the boys in blue i don't believe that this would happen at least not to this extent and i think that that's pretty clear based on the support that you're seeing out there in the you know the peaceful protest at least and so just you know for people who don't know who the baby boomers are most likely they're your parents. They were born between, you know, 1944 and 1964. That's mostly like our parents, right? They're a little traditional. Mm-hmm. And by a little traditional, I mean they're very, very traditional. traditional. <laughs> exactly. Dad's um, 52, mom's 63. Yeah, right in, right in that same, they're boomers. But, you know, other than being traditional, to highlight some of the, I mean, they are hardworking. They definitely raised us, to be honest with you. They might not want to agree with it, but we are a really... A really good up-and-coming generation of millennials right and we're gonna do some great things in this world when once we are the decision makers they are confident and that's something I think that we took from them as well you know we're a confident bunch in this generation as well the generation right after them was Gen X they're a very independent bunch those are like my cousins you know they're in their 40s uh, or whatnot <laughs> they're a little bit more like us you can see that they're a little bit more technologically savvy Unlike the boomers who uh, they'll use Facebook, but you know that they use that shit incorrectly. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, I've never seen somebody Bro, from that I, generation use Facebook. I, wa- right. I watch my mom write like comments that are just pages, pages. and it's like, mom, you're doing that's it wrong. That's a comment. Yeah, that's a comment. You're doing it wrong, mom. You're doing uh, it wrong. Yeah. They don't get it. I like that she connects with all her friends from high school, but yeah, absolutely. I, I, I my my mom be trying to throw. Uh, Hashtags into her uh, posts <laughs> post. on, on on Facebook though. Oh, on Facebook. This, I go, mom, this is an Instagram. Yeah. She's like, do the hashtag. The hashtag. I'm like, no, no like, nobody does that on Twitter. Facebook. This is not Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. Like or Twitter. Or, or Instagram. Right. Exactly. So, this episode, we should definitely highlight what the world would look like if we were running it, and we should also kind of just talk about our own experiences and highlight some of the things that you know we're currently doing now in order to get us to that beautiful world that I believe that we're going to be running. So um, kind of take it from there. I believe it obviously starts with yourself. A lot of people really don't look at that long-term scope. They're, they're so uh, zoomed in on what's right in front of them. That has a lot to do with quick return, and people don't understand the, the whole concept of investing and not even building wealth, like investing in yourself reading finding a hobby doing something that will benefit you and not not only right then and there like not just okay tonight i'm gonna get drunk and enjoy myself what kind of toll are you putting on your body are you working out educating yourself better yourself and your connections with other people i want you guys to like focus on what kind of future you want not 
only for yourself, but for your children. And this is where the whole generational thing comes in, because I like that you mentioned that. And obviously this this ties into not only what's going on in the world right now, but what's to come. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to let Fallon bring in her experiences and stuff like that, that, the whole conversation that we had in the car and how that kind of ties in, because she was given an option, basically. She was thinking about her future instead of right now I could be sitting home and, and collecting, but what am I going to do after that? Yeah, yeah I, I definitely so. think that this is something that we kind of suffer from in our generation, especially we're the microwave generation. Like, yeah. we're lazy. <laughs> and for the record, I do not believe in the microwave. I don't know who who does. Yeah, um, no, I, I mean it more as an analogy. <laughs> no, it's like you know, in that microwave, you throw that shit in there, it's yeah. done in a minute. You, you get it back immediately. You press a button. Yeah, I feel like I mean? we're uh, we're addicted to uh, instant gratification in yes. every aspect. Yes. Definitely. Whether it's you know, we're talking about food, we're talking about money, Sex. we're talking about yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like you it's just crazy, you know, coronavirus and then all this shit going on in the world and everybody sitting on their ass collecting unemployment and doing for them right now. Yeah, you're making a shit ton more you were making at your job. I had to make a decision, go back to work or sit, make this money and then when the second wave hits mm-hmm. and or you know, everything opens up. I don't have a job anymore. And I, I would have to basically choose between, you know, sitting on unemployment, making that money, getting that instant gratification, or figuring out my job is what I want to be doing for the rest of my life. And if job, if job stability overall is what's important to me versus right now. Mm-hmm. And how I'm feeling right now, or a and that too, right like now. the that unemployment check is only for so long. Like right. they they give you a certain amount that you get over the extent of X amount of weeks. Right, and there's just I just think there's so many um, ignorant people out yeah. right now, and I mean I mean that in like the nicest way, like ignorant, <laughs> ignorant. That was meaning, so sweet, by the way. No, <laughs> <laughs> like as in ignorance is bliss. Like they right, don't, yeah, they don't yeah. want to know shit. They it's wanna... just definition right there. Just not knowing, not being aware. Mm-hmm of what's going on i think people are being a little selfish right now which it is what it is but nobody's really thinking like long term so i just felt like i had to like sit down and i had to like think about future foul yeah and be like what does she want i I think it's interesting that your boss kind of gave you this like ultimatum yeah because she she made it seem like she really needed you and then at the same time hinted that you were kind of replaceable you know what I mean? And everyone in life is replaceable yeah. in everything, in jobs, relationships. But I applaud her because she always gives me options where I have to actually like think and make real life decisions with her. And that's like with everything. Mm-hmm. But like in this situation, she's like, listen. And I sat down. I took out a notebook. This is what I want. And is this me in the future? Is this me now? How is this benefiting me? Mm. So I just had to kind of take a step back, think about everything. And mm. I made this the decision. I went back to work. Because I'm thinking about myself, not now, but going forward. And what I want to do and mm. how I just want to live my life. And like you said, and that's getting into, you know, you start thinking about other generations and other things. like. So I, I think it's um, important right now to have like just a couple of things like, one, obviously, 
for a lot of good reasons, a lot of people are sitting home and collecting unemployment, right? Because they can't go back to work. Coronavirus is still alive and well. Let's not be, mm. we can't be corona deniers. Naive. Exactly. It's still alive and well. But the point that you're making, right? At least what I'm getting from this is that it's really important to just know that this is a transition period for everybody. Yep. And you're not guaranteed to get your job back, even if you are furloughed versus being completely laid off. Mm -hmm. And you do need to be setting yourself up for the future, mm -hmm. right? And not just Nothing is staying guaranteed in, in the moment right now and collecting that extra $600 that just dropped my account today, by the way. Mm -hmm. I just checked my account. I was looking good. <laughs> anyway, you want to make sure that you're setting yourself up for the future, right? And right. not just focusing on that extra money that you're getting now because that is going to run dry. Just let everybody know that ends July 31st, okay, <laughs> of this year. That ends. You have to make sure that by July 31st, you have a plan. Mm -hmm. Figure something out. If you're collecting the money now, stack it. I know that economically that sounds counterproductive, but we don't know what the hell is going to happen to us. Mm -hmm. So you need to stack your money for right now because you might have to go another two, three months without a job while everyone's trying to get back into that oversaturated job market. Mm -hmm. Yep. So stack your bread. Don't be stupid. You How much? Wanna, Who knows? They could start point. closing everything down again. They could because that second wave is coming. <laughs> Who knows? So Who knows? they say. Second wave could be coming. So be careful. I feel like... The stock market, mm. even though, let's say you don't know a lick of anything about the stock market, there are apps to help you, like Acorn. I, I think we kind of touched on this on another episode, but yeah. growing and Acorn's building on good. yourself. Yeah, because yeah, it, is good. it takes I, your spare change, like it, it rounds up your purchases and then uses that spare change. You have an Acorns card, Yeah, call, I have an right? Acorns card. So I think that Acorns is good. So this is how I use it. I use Acorns as a passive way for me to save money. Now, I don't use it as a, you're not making incredible returns on Acorns because you're using, this, could, this could get, yeah, this yeah, could get deep, but you're using an ETF and it's Vanguard. Basically, if the market's down right now, your Acorns account is going to be down because it basically models the market. Now, I use it as just a passive savings for myself just because I know that, oh, every week, X amount of dollars is going to come out of my check and go into that Acorns account where I'm then going to transfer that money to put into shares of a company that I want to invest in mm -hmm. that I think is going to bring me some, some money, mm -hmm. right? And I may use another app to do that. I'm not using it as a long-term investment portfolio mm -hmm. i think that there are better options out there actually i know there are better options out there than <laughs> yeah, acorns to do that but for me this works mm -hmm. um and i think that everyone does sure. need to sit down and educate themselves we have fucking google yeah <laughs> Bro, we have to like people take it for granted i i've heard speculation of them wanting to charge for internet services yeah. and i'm not talking about verizon yeah. i'm talking about like actually being on the internet they wanted to charge people for per minute well, or whatever yeah. it was imagine they did that my trump the check would be gone <laughs> well i think it's gonna happen i they, really do they probably i mean will. fucking tv used to be free when it came out yeah mm -hmm. you didn't have to pay for cable then all of a sudden they started to package that shit up yeah why would they not do the same thing for the internet that everybody's using that is the biggest way for them to make money. But instead, while we have the free internet, instead of using it to educate ourselves, yep. we're watching fucking TikToks. Yep. Social TikToks. Media Think about that. Instagram. You're watching TikToks. 12-year-olds <laughs> are making more money than us. Word. In a pandemic. 
it's absolutely crazy. We're not using the internet correctly. It's our friend. So I think that in order for us to build that beautiful future that we know that we're capable of creating, we have to right now take this time in the pandemic, knowing that we have all the time in the world, we're home. And if you're working from home, I'm sorry, you're not working. <laughs> I, you're not. Because most of them just have to log in. Yeah, you log click in, a few you buttons. check a couple emails, yeah. and then you're right back on TikTok, <laughs> or you're um, playing Call of Duty, yeah. or you're watching makeup videos, or you're Me. watching cat videos. Me. <laughs> Again. <laughs> I'm just calling Fallon out right yeah. now. <laughs> you know? But we really should be using the internet to educate ourselves. We don't have to pick up a book anymore. I mean, you probably should, but you don't have to is what I'm saying. It was awesome. My boss was like, listen, we're all sitting at home on Instagram. Start making like videos of like skincare. I love makeup. I love skincare. I started making videos of just my daily routine or like things that helped me out. And I was getting views on it. People were, you know, asking me questions about uh, Instagram. Okay. So I made like an IGTV video. Mm -hmm. Didn't know I was what I was doing. But I ended up having huge responses about, you know, the products. And I actually ended up helping a lot of friends. And they came into the office. They got great advice from the doctor. Now they're using those products. They're seeing results. And that's the thing. Like, social media is such a huge platform. And, like, we're all sitting here. Being stupid. And it's free for now. And it's free for now. And it's free. Don't take it for granted. We like to talk about that older generation and say, it was so easy for you guys. You guys had more opportunities. You guys could have literally wrote your resume on a napkin and handed it to the company you mm-hmm. got a job. Mm-hmm. I feel like that part's true. I also feel like our kids are going to be telling us, you guys had it so easy. The internet was free when you guys were young. Yeah. Or you guys had all these opportunities that were brand new because of the internet. Mm-hmm. Do you really want to be in your 40s and 50s looking back at your time in your 20s and thinking, oh, my God, I could have been rich right now. Or maybe rich is not your goal, but at least I could have had something that I'm passionate about, a podcast, a YouTube channel or something, right? A passion project of some sort. But you Mm. wasted your time watching cat videos (laughs) and on Twitter, you know, starting arguments and shit. My sister's like, I bought you a brand new Canon camera. Why are you not sitting during quarantine making YouTube videos? Yeah, she goes, I don't sure. even care. She's like, I'm not saying do it for cloud and do it to get fit, whatever. But she's like, just do it because you like doing it. It's fun for you. Mm-hmm. It, you're teaching people how to do things. She's like, that could get a huge response, and you're just sitting on your ass during quarantine. Like, you know what I mean? So, 100%. I agree with you know we're not utilizing what's right in front of exactly. us. Exactly. I really sure. want my kids to tell me. Oh, you had it easy back then because you had the internet. It was brand new and this whole new opportunity for you. I want that. Just like I like to, you know, make uh, jokes about that older generation that can write their resume on a napkin or a paper towel (laughs) and hand to the company. Then all of a sudden they're CEO. you really just need to know. I mean, it's kind of still like that. Like as long as you know somebody, Mm -hmm. they can get you in. But Exactly. The bar to entry now is is very hard to even get land that first role. I'm not asking to be at the top of the company. I'm just saying, I want to get in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all about it's all about personal connections anywhere, anywhere. Yeah. That's the thing. Like your parents would be like, oh, you know, I knew a guy and I got I got mm-hmm. into this job. Mm-hmm. I got into the union because I knew so and so. And yeah. Yep. And we're sitting here like we have so many connections to so many people. We do. Like all you have to do is just shoot your shot. <laughs> like yeah. like you mm-hmm. said before, you like slide in somebody's slide DMs, in somebody's DMs, just to like make connections. And like it's yeah. so easy. It's, it's that so quick. quick. And it's funny because like. We have all these friends on social media 
and we have thousands of followers and this, that, the third. But how often do you ever reach out to anybody that's in your network on social media? I don't or, even talk to my friends. It's funny, right? You don't even <laughs> talk to, yeah. I don't even think I have a fucking message well, maybe from you. Maybe from you, right? Yeah, we'll but go like, back and forth. It's always stupid, most, though. Yeah, <laughs> it's always stupid, yeah. But that's how we use social media. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think it's interesting that you'll literally be watching somebody's Instagram story. And let's say you're a, uh aspiring dentist you're watching someone who's taking videos of their workplace and they're maybe a dental hygienist and you want to get into the field or you need Mm -hmm. to meet that dentist that they work under or blah blah blah, whatever it is right why are you not making a comment on their story Mm -hmm. and saying like hey you know i actually do this too and blah 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 and you let them know like what you're doing right now and you're and you're interested in what they're doing why are we not doing that like, why are you so scared to send that message on Instagram? People are you know? afraid of uh, competition. Well, you know what, though? If you run into somebody that doesn't want to help you out, then you just have to take the L. That's it. Yeah. You know what? I was I was talking about this before. When I was in the Uber, I told this to G. Mm-hmm. I, was talking, I was talking to my Uber driver this weekend going down to the shore, <laughs> and we were just talking about life. She had said something. Uh, we were just, like, talking about friends, connections, same thing. And she had said to me, She's like, there's a saying, if you are the smartest friend in your friend group, you need new friends. Mm. And it makes sense because she said, if you are the smartest one in your friend group, nobody is challenging you Mm -hmm. intellectually, emotionally, anything. Nobody's challenging you. So how are you going to better yourself? You can't grow like that. You can't grow like that. You know what's crazy? I was actually I just thought that was so cool. Like No, yeah, that's that's such a great point. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually gonna mention that. Like I wrote You remember I told you that? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because I used to work at Amazon and my manager at the time, he was my mentor. And he would always tell me little things like that. And that's one of worded it perfectly. Like, yeah, you are (laughs) the people that you surround yourself with. Right. You are you are your friends. You are the people you hang out with. I I wanted to challenge this. I was listening to a bunch of songs and a bunch of music. And the common theme was like how the rich try to sell dreams to the poor. What the hell does that mean? I know exactly let's, what the hell yeah, that means. Yeah, let's, let's break it's that, that down. It's that guy that you always see when you go on YouTube. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to shout him out. Ty Lopez, another one of the homies, right? Yeah. I know you've seen those videos where he's like, you want to drive a Maserati like me? Yeah. <laughs> you like, want this mansion like yeah. me? Remember all those pyramid schemes and shit? So yeah, that's, that's absolutely. That guy, if you do the research, I'm not going to say he has nothing. What he does have is a great following of sheep that mm. pay for his programs that are making him rich mm. and they're quote-unquote learning from him but mm. really just building his wealth. It's genius. But he's essentially, like you're saying, ethical, he's no. selling genius, a dream. Yes. Yeah, ethical, no, yeah. genius. Yes, he's essentially selling a dream. It's the rich selling a dream, and that yeah. is exactly what it is. And I think that they're also very good at making you feel guilty about not buying the program. They're like, oh, you'll go buy a burrito from Chipotle, but you won't spend any money for this program to better your education? Mar, mar, mar. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? For the same price of this, you could... Yeah. Plan out your future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you can't. Like, <laughs> Google. Use your network. Use people that you actually know are actually doing some shit and mm-hmm. reach out to them. Have a conversation with them. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to open with like, oh, I just want to know everything that you know, teach me. Be like, hey, let's talk. We haven't talked in a while. Mm-hmm. Let's go grab a cup of coffee. 
all right, COVID, we can't do that. Let's Skype. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have the coffee Zoom. over Skype. <laughs> or Zoom. Yeah, I'm stupid. Yeah. Zoom. Let's use Zoom. Yeah. I just think that we do get caught up in, like you said, rich people's dreams. Yeah. It's fact. They're trying to sell you this a dream. That's it. Literally, that's all they're selling you. That idea of you making it. Mm-hmm. And if you give this rich person more money, then he will in turn give you that dream that you're seeking. Like yeah. It doesn't make sense. Another quote I wanted to touch on is that the brain is the most powerful weapon. We all, I'm guilty of it too. I need to build my own wealth of knowledge. And I'm not talking money, obviously, but I graduated, but it still doesn't mean I should just sit back and pray that I land something. Like I still need to constantly be reading and get my shit together mm-hmm. because I, as soon as I graduated, I kind of just sat back, chilled, like, oh, I'm good. Now I got that piece of paper. Mm-hmm. In reality, what does that mean? Knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something that I also, so we're talking a lot about personal success and all this, right? Yeah. But I do want to kind of bring How's it into the, in? like, yeah, I want to bring it into, like, the perspective of, like, the world. So, obviously, we can't ignore anything that's going on in the current media and everything, right? But... What's really cool about our generation is that we could connect with anybody and everybody that we want to. And we can educate ourselves on things that the previous generations may not have been able to do. And that could be from like a cultural standpoint. I remember I just saw a tweet or something that Justin Bieber put out and he, you know, was in support of like Black Lives Matter. And he was saying how, you know, I modeled my whole career off of black culture. Hmm. Right. He's like, and I literally have taken from black culture and I have turned myself into a success from that. Uh, who, I, fa- who who found him? Uh, Usher. Usher. Yeah. Usher found him. Now, I find that so amazing just because of the fact that 50 years ago, he wouldn't have been able to do that in the detail that he's done it. Right. Mm-hmm. Be able to take from one culture and then make a success out of it for himself. He educated. He essentially educated himself on something that he otherwise would not have known about. Mm-hmm. And he made a success out of it. That's so cool because not only did he build a success out of it, but he also built a level of empathy for the community as well. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, now he has a deeper understanding. We could do that across the globe for any culture like before you go to visit a country now you can go you can learn the language there's apps you can learn everything about that country you can learn everything about the culture i think that's such an important thing and why we're so different from the other the previous generation and why they're having such issues right now is because they just lack that understanding of other people and other cultures and they did not have the tools to be able to learn about other people like we do they lacked that personal experience Mm mm-hmm that let's say for example justin bieber had right right i feel like everything was so structuralized and there was always a status quo and then how is somebody supposed to you know have an open mind if everything was so constricted yeah i guess that's just my point and that is why i really have such high hopes for our future and when we are out here and actually decision makers Mm -hmm. because we have so much exposure to a little bit of everything but if we're sitting here watching TikToks and cat videos, we're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. That's why this conversation is so important. It's not just about your own personal wealth or personal success. Yeah, it is about that. But it's also about, about the, world. the world. Yeah, it's the bigger picture. It's the bigger picture. If we develop a mindset that says, you know, I want to use the Internet for an educational purpose to teach myself about the world, myself mm-hmm. and others. 
why couldn't we have a much more sophisticated world than we do right now? High hopes for the future, for sure. Uh, the other day I went into my old job. I used to work at Lexus. I graduated for mechanical engineering, so I wanted to dip into the automotive field, but I don't want to be at a dealership. So I tried to reach out to the people that I work with, like the higher ups, the managers, to see if they knew of anybody or had any connections that they can send my way so that I had a better shot. And most of their responses were just, oh, apply online. And I was like, you don't think I did that already? You can submit your resume. That doesn't mean shit. You know how many other resumes they're getting? I was like, I, I used to work here. So I would think that with not only my experience. degree, but my experience already for this company, why can't somebody give me like a outlet, a little gateway to some type of opportunity, even if it's just mopping the floors? Like, I don't, I don't give a shit. As long as I'm, I have my foot in the door, that's all I want. And right. it's so hard to get people, like if it's not for them, it, it's harder for them to stick their neck out for you. It's like, so, wh what are they getting out of it? I think that just kind of, goes back to what we were saying about yeah. using your network. I think so, we, I think people need to be less selfish as well. I, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. We're, we're definitely in an uphill battle with that. The only thing I can say to negate that is um, if you're applying to this job and it's your dream job, let's say you want to work as an accountant and you want to work for Google. Why are you not making connections with people using LinkedIn? Because now you can see everyone's job and who they work for and their job title and everything, right? Why are you not using that opportunity to go on LinkedIn to then build a connection with someone who's in that department already and to reach out to them, tell them about your goals and aspirations or just have a conversation with them and, oh, tell me about your job. Tell me about how you got in here and blah, 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 right? And then you build another connection with somebody else in that department. All of a sudden, you're making connections with people. You know the whole damn department. And then you say, I want to apply for a job here. You think that they're not going to stick their neck out then and help you? They probably are. And give you that recommendation. They're going to give yeah. you a recommendation, and that's going to be the fastest way for you to get into that job. And I know I made that sound very simple, but... I mean, that, that's basically the plan. Yeah. Summarize it. Yeah. You summarize it. I summarized yeah. it. But why are we not thinking like that to do that? Mm. If we know that the world is selfish, so to speak, why not give them a reason to help you? Mm. Oh, he's a friend of mine now. You know, we're kind of cool. I'm going to help him out. I'm going to pass this information to my boss now. Mm-hmm. We got to think like that. Again, we're so lucky because we could do that. There are platforms that give us those connections that we don't utilize. I'm a victim of it, too. I don't use LinkedIn. I should. I don't have a Facebook. Maybe I should make one. Use everything to your advantage. Yeah. Everything's time, too, though. Like, yeah. if you're busy, I make the excuse I'm busy all the time, right? <laughs> Am yeah. I really busy? And now we have all the time in the world. Right. Right. I mean, I'm back, you know, Monday yeah. to Friday. But yeah. what am I doing Saturday and Sunday? Yeah. Well, we're, we're usually chilling Saturday, Sunday, yeah. you partying, know, having a good kicking time. back, yeah, exactly. partying, you know, <laughs> killing that's your brain the, cells and, of alcohol. And that's why I hate myself, because that's the lamest excuse. I, don't have, time. I don't have the time. All we have is time. Right. That's deep. We all fall victim <laughs> to that, though. We definitely all fall victim to that, quote unquote, not having time. We have these smartphones and we use them for social media and to text people, but like they have all these capabilities. Yeah. You don't even have to forget an appointment because you have a calendar in your phone. A mm -hmm. reminder. A reminder. If you have a genius idea, oh shit, I could put that in notes. Yeah. I, I could I could run time. this idea back later. Just run it down. Yeah. You write it and some of us do write it down. You ever revisit it? 
I do. And then I'm sober. I'm like, oh. What was I thinking? What was I thinking? It was a great idea at the time. <laughs> it sounded so much different in my head. Right? And so, okay, so maybe you revisited it, but did you make a, a project plan? Did you put mm. something together to like actually get this what's done? The, yeah, what's the next step? What's you got the, the idea. Step? And then what? And it's like, well, I don't know what to do. Google. Or just do it. Google. Like, Shout out to Google and yeah. Acorn. Take motion. Just take <laughs> motion into this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For real. But yeah, I mentioned it in that other podcast that we did. Mm-hmm. We hopped on another podcast and we touched on like how information has surpassed the oil industry, like Exxon and all those big oil companies. Uh, one, not only because everything is going electric with Tesla, but information is becoming more valuable to those big companies. Now, like we mentioned before, it's fucking free. Go online and download some eBooks, listen to podcasts, not only ours, we would appreciate it, Topless, you know what I mean? But, <laughs> <laughs> but like just even YouTube, like Google owns YouTube. So they are building this, Many platforms. Google. They're, they're going to literally own Google. everything. Google, Verizon, Amazon, the big three right now. And they will continue to grow. It's just exponential. Raven so funny the other day. She's like, you know why they have that arrow from A to Z under mm-hmm. Amazon's logo? It's because you could get everything you want <laughs> from, from A, a to, to Z. Z. <laughs> I, was, I yeah. died. I died. Yo, I really wish. Like when I worked for Amazon... I, you have to put in like a certain amount of time for you to get a stock. Like they, they gift you mm. a full stock. Now a stock is like over two grand. So that would have been nice to sit on. And it's only growing because everybody's sitting home now. Sure. Everyone's ordering shit online. And now they're dipping into other things. Like they have Prime Video. It's kind of like a Netflix. They're making their own Prime Originals. And they're good. Yeah, they <laughs> dipped into good. Whole Foods. They own Whole Foods now. Like, Shut up, I didn't know that. Yeah. Information-based companies are literally going to take over. Mm-hmm. And yep. I always, I mean, building wealth, like I, I want to dip into something like that, but look at the trends in the market. I'm, we're not going to get into specifics, but I really wish that I dipped into a similar stock like that. Yeah. Oh, you're great with Legos. You as a kid, you were great with Lego. Why don't you go for architecture? Hmm. That's something that I was told. Yeah, I'm I'm great with my hands, but like mm-hmm. I don't really care for squares and yeah. like houses. I was told to go into graphic care. design, do yeah. do something in fashion, do yeah. you, you know. Wait, up. did your parents ever tell you to dip into something? No. No. No, they didn't. Yeah, I never had like a label. Like they never like said a, like, "Oh, you know, you're really great at this. You should do this." Yeah. My parents just kind of just was like He'll figure it out. Yeah. We're like, you're yeah. going to figure it out. But I, I wish they challenged me instead of saying, oh, you should do this. Yeah. Goes to show how influential your parents are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At a young age, that's why we are the way we are, right? Because mm-hmm. we're learning from these people. Exactly. That and we those trust and love. That and grew up in right a different fucking world. world. Yeah. And this is why things generation. are the way they are right now. Yeah. The world that they're preaching to us is not the world that we're living in. <laughs> And so that's why it is a little bit difficult for us to make certain decisions like that. And, you know, so a lot of us don't know what we want to know. And know? even if you if you like a bunch of shit, don't stick to one thing. I always wanted to play football in high school. We played in the street and we always did like two hand touch and played tackle like every Thanksgiving. And I just I don't know. I just love the sport. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But I grew up playing soccer and I, I had more of a passion for soccer. And it happened to be in the same season. Mm-hmm. And 
not to say that like I should have gave up soccer to try this new opportunity, but I I made it an excuse not to try something new and not try football. Mm. And I should have maybe like joined a league outside of school and like okay. did a football league like elsewhere. Yeah. And then I could have made time to to do both. That's true. And yeah. I just didn't. I was very comfortable with soccer and it, it came natural. I love how you just said that because I was thinking the entire time, like one thing that's always stuck in my head that my dad has always told me uh, growing up, up until now, 24 years old, he still tells me <laughs> when I'm still trying to figure it all out. And uh, he's always said, never get too comfortable in anything, whether that mm-hmm. is a job, whether that is a relationship anything do not get comfortable the second you're comfortable the second you're vulnerable that's the second you start fucking up you you cannot be comfortable you need a challenge you need to branch out you need to you Mm -hmm. oh my dad's like you always got to be on the move always got to be on the move never be comfortable never be um stagnant stagnant exactly you guys should write this shit down (laughs) <laughs> he he was born in '52. He's a boomer himself. He's but a boomer. <laughs> so he had I'm not he had some on good advice. Boomers, you know, they they obviously have taught us what we know today, mm-hmm. right? You know, there's a lot of good lessons that we can learn from them because they because they did grow up in a different world, we right? We just got to tweak it. We just got to tweak it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Read in between the lines and figure it out for ourselves. Yep. Because Transform we're it. in a different world. The same formulas that they used are not going to work 20, 30 years from now. It's yeah. just not. It's a different. It's a different time. My only gripe with them is that they like to have remarks about us. Oh, you're always in your phone, or mm-hmm. you know, what is this podcast thing you're doing? Right? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, remember. Shout out, I know. <laughs> <laughs> or what or is this? Uh, but the, ten minutes later, he was in it and, <laughs> and part of the part of the podcast. Or I don't understand Snapchat, because I'm sure that your parents probably said the same thing about you, whatever mm-hmm. the thing that you guys like to do back in 1960, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? They probably said the same thing about you guys, and you guys turned out fine. My only gripe with them is that, you know, they like to say all those things and, like, say that, like, oh, what's the world coming to? But literally the world looks like it's coming to its knees now. (laughs) You guys are the ones running it. So what are you talking about what's the world coming to? Uh We haven't even gotten a chance to destroy it yet. (laughs) You guys are still in in there. And my second point for that is who raised us? Why why are you shitting on the the kids that you raised? Yeah. (laughs) If we're shit, then... What does that say about you as parents? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, going on to our next generation, it, it's going to have a bad reflection on us because yeah. I already see how it's going. I can't go outside and see kids playing anymore. Like, it's beautiful out. And yeah. we used to run the block. Like, yeah. we used to run that the whole yeah. neighborhood and always be outside playing kickball, playing ding dong ditch at night, manhunt. And right. our town was huge on manhunt. That's the <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah, manhunt always, was the game. We always had something going. And now. All the kids are inside now on their iPads. Playing I used to, these I used to play two-hand touch with the boys mm-hmm. on the block, right? Yeah. You ask a little girl right now, is she playing two-hand touch with the boys outside right now? Hell no. Bringing in what you said and what your, your dad's advice, always be on the move, but we are creatures of habit. So I want you guys to, if you do build a habit, make sure that it's positive and make sure that it's motivational, like something that, that moves you. Right. Well, to move one of, others. Instead of okay, your one of your habits is I'm gonna sleep in until noon and then be on my phone till one and then get up for brunch or whatever the case is. Every morning I weigh myself. Little things like that, because then you're self-aware. 
if you weigh yourself, I, I think it's very underrated. Once you put a quantity to it and you're like, oh, wow, I used to be this last year yeah. and now I'm slowly gaining weight. Like my trends are changing. My, my eating habits are changing. Those little habits add up. And I think that we're not as aware as we should be. Yeah. And when it comes to weight loss, I agree with that 100%. A lot of us are scared to step on that scale yeah. and have reality I smack you in the face. Took the batteries right out of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't have a scale. <laughs> I have this uh, smart scale right next to my bed. So every morning I hop on it. It ties with an app. So it actually gives me all my trends and everything. So I could see it slowly going up. You know what I mean? You got <laughs> to send me that, Gio. He's yeah, been hiding it's called, that. It's called oh, Renfo. They should sponsor this episode. You know? <laughs> I need that. I watched a video where he talked about how our routines are sabotaging our mindsets, which are then sabotaging our lives in other ways. A lot of us do the same thing every single morning. Yeah. The way he described it, you get up from bed on the right side and you immediately you check your phone and you go on Facebook or Instagram and you're looking at other people's lives. And you may see that person that you dated two years ago and then now you have a negative thought in your mind and that negative thought is transpiring to negative action that you're going to take throughout the day. Now you have and a shitty day at work And now you got a shitty day at work because of it. Because Karen's you, pregnant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now you internalize that shitty day and then like you're building more shit for yourself Mm -hmm. because you're just constantly thinking about negative things and like when you're at work you're doing the same routine at work every single day you're sitting at the desk and you say hi to your boss the same way every morning and then you know you fake hi to your co-workers and he was saying that basically what we do is we lose consciousness throughout the day you're on autopilot you're on autopilot and he was saying how it's just the wrong way to be because it's just like you have to be conscious throughout the whole day to know exactly what you're thinking about, what you're doing, like thoughts that are coming into your head. You have to constantly be auditing yourself because his idea was you have to be able to create the world that you want to live in. So if you instead get up in the morning and you change that routine, get up on the left side this day. (laughs) And instead of checking Facebook, maybe you go outside and you're literally just, maybe maybe you even daydream. And I mean daydream, maybe you're visualizing the life that you want to have right who's to say that that's not going to change your life you know you're visualizing something different you're seeing a different schema or or seeing a different worldview you're seeing something that is not your reality now but your brain you know according to him doesn't know the difference your brain doesn't know that oh i'm just making this shit up this is not really my life but what's going to happen is you're going to take actions and you're going to get to that place to make it a reality Right. Instead of doing that same old routine that is keeping you in the same spot in your life right now, your life is just a result of everything that you're bringing to your consciousness or autopilot every day. <laughs> what a revelation. Yeah. Amen. Well, shit, we touched on a lot of good things today. We want to challenge you guys to actually try a few different things. Wake up, like he said, wake up on the different side of the bed or get up early, go for a run. Yeah. Uh, read a fucking book. I don't know. Challenge yourself with something new. Try to learn something, even a new language. Let's say if you have goals to travel, you want to learn that culture, learn a little bit of the language just to get directions down so you can ask a local, where's the bathroom? Yeah. Simple shit like that. Just open up your mind. And that is the whole point of this podcast. Topless. Like we want you guys to think 
limitlessly. We all have greater potential and we, me, myself, we, we should all strive for that. We should all go for that topless mentality. Yeah. Take a look at the world around us now. Are you guys happy with what you're seeing yeah. in the world? Are you happy with yourself? You know, because you that, it all yourself? starts. It all starts with yourself, and then stems out to the people around you. Yeah, it affects your environment. If you guys are seeing what's going on in the world right now with coronavirus or racism in America, or <laughs> there was a whole slew of things that happened in 2020. I'm just naming the, yeah, the few we're already I can think halfway of right through, now. Right, we're already halfway through. I haven't left my house. <laughs> if you're not happy with the world right now, use everything that we talked about today and make a change within yeah. yourself. I don't see why our future can't be better. If we look at our leaders now and you're not happy with them, or if you look at your parents and you don't love some of the things that they do, or you look at anybody from a different generation, right? And you just know in your soul that you could do this better. Yeah. We all need to get on that wave and yeah. do it better. Amen. The world would be a much better place because of it. All right, well, this is Topless. Thank you for having uh, me. Thank you for coming. We had Fallon, our lovely guest. Thank you. Now, we want you guys to obviously like, share, and subscribe. And if you haven't already, hit that fucking notification icon so you guys can get notified every time we put out a new episode. We want to encourage you guys to comment, send it to your friends. But also, I want to leave you guys with some homework. Challenge your friend group. Really step back. Reevaluate the people that you surround yourself with. Are you happy with them? Are you the smartest one in your group? You're not challenging yourself. The brain is your most powerful weapon. Build your wealth of knowledge. Work on yourself and then branch out from there. I, I think that's really important. I'm Gio. Justin. Fallon. This is Topless. Thanks, guys. The time is now. On everything. Took my heart away from money, I ain't interested in fame And I pray that never change Ambition is priceless, it's something that's in your veins And I put that on my name Uh, only hope I had was selling dope Was on my grind cause times was harder than the seller flow My mama told me never steal and never tell them folks I grew up looking up the niggas that was selling coke Oh, I was raised by the stop sign No religion, I was getting saved by the Glock 9 By the minute, I was getting paid like the hotline Serving rolling, fiends was calling We was dot com, well connected Well respected and well protected And get accepted, was rejected Now they regret it, and get my message Was a signal when I was texting The niggas I was calling was fraud And I learned my lesson, now I move with aggression Use my mind as a weapon Cause chances are never given, they took them like interceptions so throw that pass, I be the cornerback Me and Falar and MMG gon' bring that warner back For my ambition Easy to dream a dream, though it's harder to live it They gon' love me for my ambition Easy to dream a dream, though it's harder to live it They gon' love me for my ambition Easy to dream a dream, but what's harder to live? They gon' love me for my ambition. It speaks for itself. Beautiful music, painting pictures, it be my vision. Define ambition for me. 
My ambition to win, just to get me some ends Help me pay my little rent, maybe sit in the bins I saw mama praying, as she wait on results It was hot in the kitchen, can I wait on the porch? My father was missing, warlord Oliver North Life was digging me deeper, I kept on coming up short Breaking so many laws, waking up in the dark Who cut my power off, it's time to move that powder soft Not too many options when you coming from the project Sitting in the trap, now you moving Cindy Lopper Girls wanna have fun, and a nigga with some change And I doubt that ever change Ambition is priceless, that's something that's in your veins And I doubt that ever change Ambition is my shit, and I put that on my name And I doubt that ever change For my ambition Easy to dream a dream, though it's harder to live They gon' love me for my ambition Easy to dream a dream, though it's harder to live They gon' love me for my ambition Easy to dream a dream, though it's harder to live Well wishes to my opposition You niggas probably cop a plea before you cop a pistol I got nothing against them, they got fucking potential But every nigga who can read gotta get his issue Subscribe niggas reside where all the lines and killers be And I ain't spend a minute up in the streets But I'm limitless mentally, I'm lyrically ZMT LeBron shit, I was in the six after 23 And family gets everything, and money is less important Long as your mama love you, don't ever love a woman I got a lot of bitches they got a lot of feelings, but I got that green on my eyes and that ain't no Donny Simpson I retire you niggas, fuck you in your position They play so them some slippery niggas can't even kick it Y'all rambling, talking shit to these bitches You know you real, you don't say it, you know you real, we gon' feel it Ralph Beautiful music, painting pictures, this be my vision They gon' love me for my ambition Easy to dream a dream, but what's harder to live? Look, they gon' love me for my ambition. Beautiful music, painting pictures, this be my vision. They gon' love me for my ambition.